Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is a Monday morning, and welcome to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle for an April 12th. Good morning, gentlemen. Are you ready? It's a little soupy outside. I'm ready but, to get um, back. Doesn't matter. Don't let the don't let the environment affect your mentality. Let's go. I'm ready to get live, back. Live above your circumstances. How about that for a Monday morning? You know, swing at the plate. Good morning, everybody. Um, it's so good to uh, be back. Lots of fun. Did stuff you have on. a good time at the wedding? Is all I want to know. So I will tell you, um, like when you look at things that are perfect, you know, and I think for sure that um, perfect venue, perfect people, um, food, drink, all that kind of stuff. We're having, pro- we're having a problem streaming to LinkedIn. It's not surprising. So um, I don't know. Just remove this destination from the broadcast and re-add it. You want to stop and go re-live again? Or what I do. Doing? Yep. Yeah, let's stop. Hold okay. On. It's uh... – hmm. So I'm removing it. Removing. Shay, let's make a move. Hold on, let him work. I'm reading. Remove this this destination and rebroadcast it. Yeah, but then we won't have LinkedIn at all. Let's see if it will. Hold on a second. All right, it's back checked. We're back live on LinkedIn. We are back live on LinkedIn. Back live on LinkedIn. I hope so. Who knows? Yeah, I can see it right here. Okay, because my uh, my I still have the red thing, but we're here. Uh, call it the weather. Call it the moon. Call it whatever. But hold on, bang, we Speaking got live. Of updates, you know what? LinkedIn did an update. When you go to your page right now, that is us streaming at the top of the page. You no You're longer. Kidding. You no longer have to go down to activity. Bang. There you are right there. So How about that for an update. They, uh, they, they have done, been working on stuff. Our normal way of doing invites and then going back and seeing, you know, is not there. So I don't know if that's happening for you, but, uh, anyway, um, welcome, 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 welcome. A big shout out to, um, our friend, Feldman, because <laughs> I'm going to call him Feldman from now on. Hey, show, show me, uh, show me Feldman Friday. Hold on a second. Okay. Where do you go? go? Thank you, there. Scott. There we go. Um, unbelievable Friday. Uh, Feldman Friday was fantastic. For those who missed the episode, please go back and watch it. Um, he peppered me with questions all about goal setting. Uh, and I was not prepared, which was really cool. It was sort of off the cuff. And so Friday was great, great, great for that. It was uh, – did something else happen on Friday? We I got married on Friday. Abby and I got married. It was a uh, – as you could expect, it was a hell of a party of all things. But it was, it was great. Shout out super, to David super. Roth. First of all, let me shout out a few people. Shout out to David Roth because he took some phenomenal pictures. And David Roth is a headshot photographer. Not normally a event, you know, outside experience uh, photographer, but got out of his comfort zone for me and did an unbelievable job. He was so great. He was a part of the party. He really added to the group. And uh, so thank you so much to David for doing that. 
for us. And uh, thank you to the Wilder who put on a great party. And thank you to you guys for being an unbelievable uh, wedding party group and just making the day so special. It was super incredible. So much fun. Um, It's 8.02. Let's kick in with some wake up music. And then we have a surprise for you, Mark Nudelberg. are lighting the place on fire. And so as I promised, I'm really glad that you teed it up. Uh, David Roth did an amazing, amazing job. And to prove it, and for those who couldn't be there because it was a small little family affair, show me this. They just love to learn and another child grows up to be somebody you just love to burn. Mom loves the both of them. You see it's in the blood. Both kids are good and bomb. Blood's thicker than the mud. It's a family affair. Big shout out to uh, the producer, Shay Money. Um, we talked about doing that. We captured um, all the photos and um, certainly, the, certainly the song fits. And so there you have it, everybody. You have it. You can look at it. 
in your own uh, privacy, but it was an amazing night. You married an amazing woman. And so really cool shit, man. I want to give some context to us singing Loving Feeling because that has become like a family tradition now that started at Christmas. Everybody in the family is a big Top Gun fan. And so that has been something that I think we'll just carry on at all parties that we have together. We will be singing, you've lost that loving feeling. So uh, thanks for indulging us, but uh, let's move on to Monday the 12th. Um, And you just can't make this stuff up. We're talking about family. We're talking about comfort. We're talking about love. I love grilled cheese. And today is National Grilled Cheese Day. So I was really looking forward to getting back on plan and like getting away from gluten and getting back in a disciplined diet. But how do we not eat grilled cheese today? I actually bought rye bread because I like my grilled cheese on rye. Um, You can mix up the kind of cheese, but I think this is where cheddar or American wins every (laughs) single time. Maybe some tomato, um, but uh, you got to dip it in tomato soup. You got to dip it in tomato soup. That is clearly the the next level there. But a couple of things, grilled cheese didn't really become popular, the name, until – uh, the 1960s, but prior to that, the Navy um, was serving all of their um, their folks um, cheese-filled sandwiches, which is what they were called. Otto Frederick Rowetter, um, in the early Industrial Revolution, developed the bread slicer. James Kraft developed sliced cheese, like uh, like a Reese's Pieces, uh, <laughs> like a, <laughs> like uh, th- like, like peanut butter and jelly, maybe like peanut butter and jelly. So um, there's a couple of cool things that facts that I'm going to play some trivia. Can you shout out the Lloyd Gillick though? The air fryer grilled cheese. I have not done that yet. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. That was one of, (laughs) that was one of the first things I saw on Instagram that I said, that's a win. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so how about this? In 2009, Los Angeles hosted the world's first grilled cheese cooking competition Thousands of people can uh, attended the National Gr- Grilled Cheese Invitational. So there's some cool things. So for trivia this morning and for winning on the ball swag, here's the question. What are the three most grilled cheese loving cities? Oh, and this is done I, by Uber Eats. So Wisconsin's got to be in there. So your brother said that. Wrong Shay, show me an S. Actually, we're saying cities, so it would be Milwaukee would or probably I'd probably go Madison. Okay, would you would be wrong, sir. Okay, so Chicago. Uh, Chicago. You, you would be wrong again. There are three cities, um, which I will not give clues because I want people to put stuff in there um as we do the show. And whoever comes up with the right answers, if you're not Googling it now. And then <laughs> how about this? Uber Eats also found out the most popular day of the week. To order a grilled cheese is when? Uh, Sunday. Negative. (laughs) So if you can tell me the most popular and the least popular, I will tell you guys. And here's a little clue for you. You coached in one of these cities. Ah, I know where it is. I know what it is. Where? Okay, you know Yeah, I mean, there's actually, I know exactly, there's a place there's actually a restaurant in that city that does nothing but grilled cheeses, and it was phenomenal. And but they did all kind. They did they did grilled cheese donuts. 
they had donuts that were had grilled cheese in the middle of them. So it was wild. Nobody is getting it. So I'm going to give you the answers. The three cities are uh, Baltimore, San Diego, and Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, which is crazy. Um, The most popular day of the week to order grilled cheese is Saturday. And the least popular is Tuesday. So there you have it. Enough on grilled cheese. Go out and make yourself a grilled cheese. I know I can't wait to do mine. Um, In the spirit of grilled cheese, I wanted to show you a little Snoop Dogg and how easy he eats grilled cheese. I have a question, Snoop. Everyone likes to get their freak on, right? Where is this coming from, Martha? We haven't even ate yet. I love to read about food, and I came across this very sexy tidbit that said if you like to get your freak on, I I don't know what that means exactly, but um, grilled cheese is the food you should be eating. Is this true, Martha? Like an aphrodisiac? Yeah, yeah. People who don't eat grilled cheese have less (laughs) sex than people who eat grilled cheese. Wow. Grilled cheese and chill? Grilled cheese and chill, huh? Grilled cheese is great. (laughs) So if you're looking, like, if that's not incentive enough to eat grilled cheese today, um, clearly that might even make Tuesday a day. (laughs) Shout out to Michelle Morrison who found the restaurant, Tom and Chi. Tom and Chi, wow, good fun. It's Newport on the levee. It's down in the water. Great job. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, one more. This is one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite actors, John Favreau. Show me cooking some grilled cheese. Off the press. Yeah, well, I don't. It's good. Bait rest, it's good. Can you turn that down, please? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, <yummy. laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> if that's not so perfect, you know, mom says, "Why don't deal with it? You're here now." <laughs> I know. That's it, man. So that's actually a cool movie from like 2014, Chef was the name of that movie, which was really great and heartwarming. So enough on grilled cheese. Um, You know that we celebrate birthdays here, and today it is David Letterman's birthday. And uh, David Letterman is famous for lots of stuff, but mostly his top 10. So we will shift to more food. David Letterman's top 10 things that you don't want to hear at a barbecue. Find that on this list. Why not? What is because that? this list is things you don't want to hear. Things you do not want to hear, at a, hear at a barbecue. Yeah, All right, definitely. here we go. Uh, number ten. We're out of charcoal. Light up a tire. Light up a tire. <laughs> number nine. Who wants to lick the grill? Number eight. That ain't lemonade. <laughs> number seven. If the smoke from the grill bothers you, just crack open a window. <laughs> Number six, 10 minutes until lockdown. Number five, 
Why is my hot dog wearing nail polish? Uh-oh. Number four, Heimlich. Heimlich. Ha Heimlich. I don't like to hear that. Number three, hello, 911, it's me again. Number two, look, Dave's here. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, how did you, who slid that in? And the number one thing you don't want to hear at a barbecue, please, Mom, put your top on. There you go. <laughs> so it was fun going back because he's famous. He did it every show for all yeah. of his. So show me one more clip and then stay tuned because we're going to give you the top 10 qualities that will make you unforgettable in honor of David Letterman's birthday. So show me one more clip. Never before said. So there are. We have 10 things that have never before said on I The see. Sopranos. All right. Yeah, and here to present tonight's top 10 list, the cast members of the popular HBO series The Sopranos. Number 10, Dominic Chianese. You don't have the money? That's cool. There you go. Thank you, Dominic. Number 9, Aida Turturro. Through this home cooking, I'm going to the Olive Garden. Yes. Thank you very much. Number eight, Stephen Van Zandt. In addition to disposing of bodies, you'll need to know how to use PowerPoint and Excel. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Number seven, Robert Eiler. Wasn't that the guy from Springsteen's E Street Band? Uh, good, good. <laughs> the, whole, the whole episode was great. There's so many funny ones. I had fun doing that. So in our last couple of minutes today, I thought I would shift gears and um, well, actually, you know what? Let's play some motivational music before we do that. Uh, so you are correct. 
Mr. Zifford is a two for one sly day. If that doesn't rattle your chains, man, <laughs> I mean, uh, what a great song that horn section. That was 1969, man. Incredible brass, stuff. Brass bands for the win, always. They, uh, and we'll go to overtime. Not really overtime because we're definitely going to end up going overtime. We, it, was, it, was a pre, it was a preemptive overtime. Because <laughs> we're gonna get there. there you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. So this is a really good list. This is great content. This is the top 10 qualities that make you unforgettable. If applied, they can transform your relationships in life and in business. So let's rock and roll. Uh, do you have the list in front of you? Sir? I do. Would you like to lead us off? Sure, absolutely. I think, and the first one is being a natural giver. And I think the way you do that is because you do things because you can, not because you should, not because, you know, somebody's watching. You do things for people because you have the opportunity to. And that makes you a natural giver. I'm going to shout you out because you were a natural giver last night. You did some, you did an act of kindness for someone. You drove essentially an hour and a half round trip just because you could, because you knew that you could do it and it was the right thing to do for them. And so you did it. And that to me is being a natural giver. And that's something that's an actual real life opportunity to do it. Thank you for shouting it out. And, and I firmly believe that being a natural giver is actually selfish because it made me feel good. Right. I loved it. I loved it. Number two, equally as important, you need to be able to laugh at yourself. Some people are wound so tight that they, they just can't see the humor. And there's so much humor in life, so much hum, humor in day-to-day -day shit that, uh, you know, I just, we're not perfect human beings. It's okay. Don't take it too seriously. Laugh at yourself. And it makes it makes everybody else enjoy being around you a little bit more because they know that you can laugh. And if you're laughing, then they're laughing, and then That's everybody's winning. The third one is one that I struggle with a little bit because I'm not I'm not so in agreement with this one. But Good. Never, never trying to impress others is not necessarily something that I agree with because how you show up and being aware of others other people's perception of the way you interact with them, I'm always trying to impress somebody with my energy, with my enthusiasm, with my passion. So, you know, not caring about what other people, other people think and not trying to impress others, I don't think is the proper way to say that. Don't let others define your success. I'm okay with, but that's just like you. I like that you challenge even this list, which I've had this list forever. It needs to be updated. I think we could talk about that is be careful how you are trying to impress everybody. Right. If you want to be the loudest in the room, right. you know, that's not going to work. You can impress people with your actions, with your knowledge. But right. I love that. Love yeah, that. Really, up. really good. Uh, number four, um, having strong boundaries. Never give up on who you are, your standards. And I like look at this as even in the learning phase, if you don't understand something, you know, someone gets into you, inside of you and, you know, don't be afraid to hold your ground and say, you know what, I don't understand because you know what, the other 12 people in the room don't understand either. You could be the one and that's a boundaries thing. That's where people are afraid, I think, sort of about, you know, you know, this is me. 
I'm right. good here. And I'm going to let you know that I don't understand without fear of failure. So love it. Love that. Absolutely fantastic. And the fifth one is having your emotions under control because that one is so important for other people to know that you're not going to be the person that flies off the handle. It doesn't make them afraid to share information with you. It allows you to be reliable and accountable in their eyes because they know what to expect from you. If you are that person that rides the emotional spectrum from highest to low, and I worked with a lot of head coaches who were really difficult to work with all of the time, especially on game day, because in the critical moments when you needed to have things happening, they were getting hijacked by their emotions and you weren't able to get done what you needed to get done. It's a real sign of weakness. You know, those that we're working with on, on leadership, you got to stay the course in light of when the you know battlefield is, it doesn't look good. So, you know, another great one. Um, this one, again, we're going to put genuine, genuinely happy for other piece, people's success. The world is a place of abundance. There's enough for all of us. If you get on track, do the work and go after it. But if you spend your time, right, worrying about other people's successes, you're going to constantly be behind the eight ball. So genuinely want people to be great around you. It's great. Shout out to Jesse, Jesse Itzler, who talks about his three C's, two of which are congratulate and celebrate other people in your life. Are you genuinely congratulating and celebrating everybody else who's having success around you? Awesome. Uh, your turn. Um, so this number seven is being passionate about something. And I think that comes with, you know, you have to truly understand the purpose and the why behind what you do and why you do it. And the post that I put out this morning was about defining success. And until you've clearly Define what matters to you and align your behaviors with what matters to you. It's hard to be passionate about things that you don't understand or don't know why you're doing them. So for the leaders who need to impart passion and purpose into their people or for individuals who need to find it themselves, you have to find your why, your true north, as some people say. But that's really important to having passion. I, I love that. And we're going to take this right to the end. So stay if you can. Uh, number eight. Uh, which is interesting. When we grew up, one of the number one things that our parents taught us was don't talk to strangers. Number one. Well, guess what? Throw that one out. Because if you want to be great in life, you got to be able to not only talk to strangers, the rule is be kind to strangers, hold the door open. Do we talked about all this stuff? It all seems to go, you know, hand in hand. This is a major, major quality that if you can be kind to strangers, the, the universe sends it right back at you in ways you'd never even realize. So, oh my God, drop the mic, Jack Chatham is here. Good morning, Jack. It's been way too long. As things open up, I can't wait to see you. Bonjour, morning, my friend. Jack. Number nine is being self-confident and staying humble. And I love that we're going to talk about confidence because we talked about confidence that last week. There's a major difference between confidence and arrogance. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's arrogant, but having confidence, and we talked about where that comes from, building that confidence in your training mindset so that you can have a trusting mindset. But if you're not building the confidence, it's not a button that you can just press. And when you have that confidence, there's a huge difference in being loud and boisterous and arrogant about having the confidence and just trusting that you can uh, do what you need to do. 
Love it, love it, love it. We'll bring it home with an obvious one. You're committed to it. I'm committed to it. You find the most six, top 5% of performers anywhere take care of their body. You only have one body. It's your temple. It's your place. You know, your, your you know, this is it. It's your vehicle. You want to drive a Ferrari but put sand in it? I don't think so. So again, your diet, what you eat, what you watch, who you hang out with, what you all of those things, taking care of your mind and your bo- your mind and your body um, really, really is significant. So as always, this list will be available. We have a twist on how we want that. We got 75 people here or 80 people here this morning. Please, if you have not gone and signed up on uh, and uh, connected with Get On The Ball on LinkedIn, um, I know we're putting out those lists. We are going to constantly be putting out content. So do that. Um, you know, uh, Jake is running that show. But without, um, I think it was a great weekend. I'm excited. We're at the midway point. Great start to the week. For April. Let's go. Let's kick some ass. And you know what? Shay, let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like 